Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Kathy Ransom, the author of Ransom Notes, the book, and our host each and every week. And each month we do a visual, and she is, uh, she is terrific. Kathy, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. I, I don't know. I just seem to keep being busy, busy, busy. And I think that's great for some of us that are more than 27 years old to, <laughs> to keep busy. Yeah. I, no no doubt about it. It'll keep you young. Did, did, hey, did, by the way, did you know that yesterday was a really special day? Uh, and we're, we're recording this, uh, Frank, if you remember, we're doing it on November 12th, 13th. And yesterday was November 12th. It was a very special kind of day. You have any idea what kind of a, a, a worldwide day this was? November twelfth. Let me see. And it doesn't necessarily have to match up with the the time. Uh, I would say national. Uh, hold on. Uh, wow. National Weather Vane Day. Well, no. it, you, you know what? It it sort of relates to Weather Vane because you know we all get. It's amazing. Some of us get happier and nicer on certain kind of weather days. We just had someone visit our apartment uh, uh, three or four hours ago who lives in Florida, used to live here, doesn't want to come back because he hates winter. There are others who dash to winter cold places because they love the snow and they love all of that. And, And because when we're happy, we become a part of this very worldwide Yesterday was kindness day. Did you know there's a value in being kind? Oh, that's wonderful. I, I didn't, you know, usually there's some silly uh, <coughs> national pancake day. National, not that pancakes are silly, but kindness day is a good one. That is a that is a great one. I wish more people knew it, and then maybe it would make them stop and think for a second. Hey, let me be kind today. Well, you know, and, and, and it takes so so little to be kind. I was just thinking of some crazy little things that, that cause people to get upset and not be kind. And and well, let's back up. Define what you think of when you hear the word kind, because it seems to me there's a number of definitions of kind. How do I show unkind? Well, I, I would say like the opposite of you know, what unkind is, is uh, mean. Uh, or okay. for that matter, uh, even apathetic, uh, you know, like if you're walking past uh, someone who could use a hand. And, you know, and I'm not talking necessarily a panhandler, but somebody that you recognize, somebody that uh, that's there and you can see you could lift them up. Uh, you know, you you're able to do what a rather than being uh, uncaring about it uh, for you just to say something. To, to uplift them a, a little bit. That's a nice sweater. Oh, what a beautiful sweater you have. What a what a nice what a what a nice haircut you have. What you could find something to say um, nice about just just about anyone. Any literally anybody you could say something nice. I would say the definition of kind is um, d- doing something nice that helps someone else. Right. Right. I, and you, you hit on one of my sort of basic definition ones is uh, somebody, and we see it needed so often here at our senior center because people 
are older. Somebody just needs a wheelchair pushed or changed, or they're sitting down and they need to get rid of their walker, and they can't really get it out of the way so the servers can serve. And you see some people who are so quick to help someone do that. And, and, and it costs nothing, not even much of their time, just that little bit of thank you. And then I was thinking, there's another kind of kindness is that's the opposite, that we sometimes are unkind and grumble and complain about the stupidest things. And I came up a crazy suggestion. We, we grumble when our neighbor, neighbor's kitty eats up the goldfish that are in our little fish pond that's yeah. outside. It, we, it's almost that insignificant. And then, of course, we have all kinds of unkindness that we're seeing in the world right now, worldwide in war. And I, I don't want to necessarily go into all the details, but maybe I'm trying today to get us to think about starting the leavening that we put in bread that makes it rise. What are the little things in our attitude that we can begin to do that just flip this crazy thing that's happening in our world where nobody seems to appreciate anybody. Everybody wants to do, and I don't mean it literally everybody, Frank, but it seems like there's so many that let's try to get even. Let's see what we can do. And so ultimately then we have bombs falling on hospitals. Yes. And so when I realized that yesterday was kindness, we had a discussion of it in our class. I teach a class on Sunday. And have you ever heard the phrase, random acts of kindness? Yes. Yeah, I was just thinking of that, random acts. Of, that means doing something for just no reason whatsoever other than just to be kind. I want to talk about three sort of crazy ones that are illustrations that sort of have passed within my purview. I had a, a high school friend. I, oh, I still have her. Uh, I shouldn't put that in the past tense. Sure. And some time ago, she has she has an uncle who has some memory issues. And not long ago, uh, he lives in a rural town, a very small little town. He went out about 10 in the morning to run an errand. And I don't mean literally. I suspect he was walking. And I don't have all the details. And he didn't come home. And he didn't come home. My friend goes to bed. Finally, at 4, in the, 4 a.m. in the morning, he wanders home or he's brought home, one of the two, but anyway, he gets home. The next morning, my friend tells her mother that I hardly slept because I cared so much about my uncle. Her mother answered her in the strangest way. And this is sort of the lesson. She said, oh, hon, she said, I slept com comfortably all night long. And her daughter looked at her and said, didn't you care about my uncle? And she says, yes. She said, I just took the problem to God and told him to take care of it. Mm. And then I slept. And I thought, what a lesson in her. The mother was the one that was really being kind in that because she was kindly helping her daughter grow in understanding of a person who believes in God, who believes that we can pray, believes that God's going to take care of it 
in whatever way is appropriate, sometimes not the way we want, but in this instance, it was, the uncle came home. She cared enough about her kid to tell her and teach her a lesson. To me, that's a kind of kindness, or am I wrong? No, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. She's t Look, what we do with our children, every, every act we perform in, uh, in front of them, uh, we're teaching them. We're teaching them how we want them to act in a similar uh, area. And the fact that she did that uh, is just, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful example that she said. Then number two is one day I was teaching class and we teach in the lower level of our classes down the lower level of, the, of our church. And I'm just finishing and I hear uh, someone sort of coming down the hall saying, Catherine, Catherine. And I turn and look, and I see this woman coming down, and her arms are spread out, and she's almost running. She comes up, and she grabs me, and as she's grabbing me, I realize that she's a long-lost friend. She had come to church that morning after a long, long absence. She came with another friend, a new friend of hers, a guy, but she wanted to reconnect. She knew I was not in that second service. She knew I was down, she found out I was downstairs teaching. She went out of her way to hunt me down and to give a kiss and a hug. And we exchanged a few memories. And you know what? I know it was really crazy. It was silly. It was just a hug. But somebody thought enough about me to go out of her way to find me. And you know what? I felt joy. I feel happiness. As I'm driving home, I'm thinking, wow, somebody really did a kind thing. And I know that's not like picking you up off of the floor and putting Band-Aids on when you've been bruised or m pushing your wheelchair across the busy highway. Isn't it amazing how teeny little things can help people feel good? I, I'm not sure it's not in the same category, though. Uh, you... It, you you happen to have a great perspective and you have friends and you have loved ones and 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 you have a great relationship with the lord uh but if she did that to someone who was really down on themselves that's the same thing as is pushing them across uh safely across the uh the highway in a wheelchair or whatever that i, I think that's in the same category but again neither of these cost any money yeah. Neither of these examples took much time. It's amazing how sh quick a piece of kindness can really change a person's day. And now I'm going to change. I'm the third illustration is much more sensitive and very different. Again, it evolves around our class. And I, I guess I was just thinking of church at the time, but there's umpteen examples of kindness. A couple comes into church class early. And we have a homeless guy who very often comes to Sunday, comes downstairs to our class. I think he knows that we usually have a snack before we start class. We're old people and we love snacks. He's hungry. He comes down. So this couple is sitting, and I'll use his name, Tim, because he won't be listening, and there's right, right. umpteen tins, tins in the world. Tim comes in. And they notice that as he walks in, he's having to hang on to his pants because they are split from the top of the waist mm. 
down below his knees. They're dirty and they're filthy. And he sits down on the front row because that's where there's an empty seat. And the rest of us haven't really come down at that time because first service isn't over. The man of the couple that was watching gets up, gets in his car, dashes to a store that sells inexpensive men's clothing, finds a pair of jeans, estimates the size that Tim needs, dashes back to church, hands them to Tim. Tim goes to the restroom, has them changed before the rest of us even get there. But the wonderful thing, I, the, the, this was great, what the friend did, what what the, 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 the husband of the couple. But the, the, the evidence, Tim has very poor eyesight. There's lots of reasons he's homeless. He came out of the restroom whistling and smiling. I don't know that I had ever seen him smile. I certainly had never heard him whistle. That one small pair of jeans, that act of kindness, those few minutes that the man who dashed to the store made an incredible difference for one day to that homeless man. He may never come back to church again. He has come back to church again. And he has come back filthy at times. We've never had his pants all torn. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's what not, I think lots of people do it, but I think Christians really have a responsibility to keep their little eyeballs open and their brain thinking of kinds of kindness. The prodigal son's father in, the, in Matthew, when that father saw his son coming back, was so joyful that he gave him a party. He showed kindness. The big part of the kindness was what? He was willing to do what to his son? Accept him back. And it starts with F. He forgave him. Yes, right. And our Father in heaven, guess what he's going to do? Because have you ever made a mistake or done sin in your own life, Frank? Or am I the only one? No, of course. I think all of us have. Of course we have. And you know I'm teasing you. Yeah. And so we're going to all need forgiveness when we meet him. Lord, that is. So kindness day is forgiving, doing good things, helping hands. I hope that Kindness Day doesn't just come on November 12th. What a wonderful, wonderful example. What a wonderful story. What a wonderful day, Kindness Day. I mean, it's, uh, it's just, it, God, it should be every day is right. Uh, do you have a final thought for us? Yes. I have a joke for us. Yeah. There's a joke about a wife who always was complaining about her husband's lazy attitude. She would even get so frustrated and bitter and angry that bad words would just pop right out of her mouth. The funny part was, though, her father, her husband never fought back. So one day she got to be curious, and she said to him, you know, you never scream at me. You never raise your eyebrows. How do you manage to do that when I get upset with you? And he smiled. He says, well, when I get angry, I just clean the toilet. And she sort of looks puzzled. 
And she says, well, how does that help you control your anger? He said, I use your toothbrush. Oh, <laughs> that is that's terrible. You have to think about that one for a minute. <laughs> that is terrible. That is wonderful, but terrible. Hey, Kathy, ha- great job. Have a good week, Frank. You too. Kathy Ransom, everyone. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Ransom Notes. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.